Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Modern Wealth Management. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. As always, you got one of the stars of our show, Mr. Derek Hutchins, standing by. He'll be jumping aboard momentarily for another wealth management-related discussion. Uh, but first and foremost, just a few housekeeping items. As always, uh, you know, for those that are jumping aboard with us this morning on the Facebook live stream, we do appreciate you being here. One of those perks of being with us on the live stream is that ability to comment below. Uh, so do us a favor, comment, let us know where you're watching today. And then, of course, if you have any questions, uh, anything that you'd like us to address throughout the course of today's show, feel free to chime in. Uh, you know, Derek and I will field those questions. We'll carve out some time, you know, maybe throughout the show to, to get your questions answered. Uh, so we'd appreciate, you know, hearing from you. Um, now, on the flip side, if you are joining us, maybe it's after the fact on YouTube or a podcasting platform, all the same. Still appreciate you being with us. Maybe you can join us next time on the Facebook live stream. Uh, and if you're curious as to when, you know, or how and any, you know, real information pertaining to when we're going to be doing these live streams, you can always head over to the Monon Wealth Management Facebook page, you know, routine, regular graphics are going up there just to inform you guys of when you can tune in, jump in live, get any questions of yours answered. Now, that being said, we've got a great topic teed up for you today. I'm excited about this one because this is a conversation that Derek and Ray and the team over at Monon Wealth are, are really having on a regular basis with their clients. What we're talking about today is really a call, of, call to action for entrepreneurs. Today's episode is all about why entrepreneurs really need an estate plan, really an estate plan 2.0. I mean, think about it. If you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're looking out for typically more than just the financial well-being of the company as a whole, right? You're typically looking to make sure that your, your hard work, your money is going to take care of your loved ones in addition to the business. But you want to make sure that you're setting up your loved ones for success when it comes to your finances and making sure you got the proper estate plan in place to cover the business and your loved ones is really at the heart of that process. So that being said, let's go ahead and welcome Derek on to get today's conversation rolling. Derek, good to see you this morning. How are we doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to see you, Ryan. And uh, as always, I'm excited uh, to be here, excited to talk about this extremely important topic and uh, let's get started. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, one more note to our, our viewers and our listeners, you know, we've got Derek, he's carved some time out of his day to be with us here on the show. So if you have any questions or comments, feel free to throw them below uh, and we'll, we'll take some time to address them. Uh, but Derek, my first question to you, uh, let's set the scene really. Can you start maybe with like a high level overview for us to help us better understand really the role of estate planning in the life of an entrepreneur? Walk us, walk us through this. What does this look like? Yeah. So <clears throat> You know, I think that to set the stage, let's start off by talking about the fact that there's more entrepreneurs today than at any other time in U.S. history. With everything that's that's happened uh, politically, economically, socially, um, it's really lent itself to, to people forming their own business, uh, whether that's a big business or a small business, and and becoming their own boss, their own entrepreneur. Uh, many of those businesses are becoming successful, uh, increasingly so. And so as you think about that from the entrepreneur's perspective, uh, there's really two different, two different things. First of all, there is the fact that that business has tremendous value. And so, you know, you want to be able to pass the assets of that business or the net worth of that business uh, onto your family in the most efficient way possible. You want to really take care 
of those people that you love the most. But the second part of this, I find uh, just as interesting. And that is, is that a lot of these businesses, they don't just support the family. You take a look at the business that I've built here with Monon Wealth. Well, you know, I'm not the only employee. There's other, there's other employees here that are relying on the consistent growth and sustainability of this business to support their life. And so as a business owner, I'm not only concerned about my own family, but I'm concerned about them as well. And that's what makes this proper estate planning for entrepreneurs and business owners so important because it it touches so many different people. Sure. And Derek, in your experiences, then not only just personally, really being an entrepreneur yourself, but also, yeah. you know, the work that you guys have with your clients who are entrepreneurs, who are business owners, do you find that most or, or maybe even the majority recognize the need for estate planning and are taking the proper steps to, to go about it? Or do you find that this is a conversation that you you really need to almost start from scratch with some of these guys? No, you know, fortunately, um, entrepreneurs do understand the need for proper estate planning. There was a, uh, a, you know, a study that was done recently by a firm out there called AES Nation. And when they, when they pulled the entrepreneurial or business owner uh, population, they found that about 88% of them, so most of them, had some type of estate planning in place. Oftentimes it was just a simple will, but at least most of them had, had begun the, the, the conversation. Got it. But what I'm starting to kind of gather here is that while yes, 88% had something in place, maybe that something wasn't really up to snuff. So to, you know, are they, are they missing or dropping the ball in some of these instances at all? Well, so while 88% of entrepreneurs have some type of an estate plan, those studies also say that 80% of those individuals hadn't updated that plan in the last five years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Let me ask you, let me ask you, Ryan, has anything changed in your life over the last five years? Uh, I can think of a few things, Derek. So yeah. Yeah, well, talk about being outdated. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everybody's life has changed and certainly the, mm-hmm. the economic and the tax situation has changed. So, you know, you think about the last five years uh, when we talk to these entrepreneurs and the business owner, what they're telling us is, um, well, first of all, we know that the tax laws have changed. They, they have. Uh, we have different estate planning tax laws and estate tax laws today than we had five years ago. Okay. So that's number one. The second thing is, is that most of these business owners and entrepreneurs are telling us that they have experienced significant growth in their business over that last five years. Their business is on average 60% larger than where it was five years ago. So that kind of lends the fact of it's worth more money today. And there's more people depending on that business today than what there have been in the past. The third thing is, is that uh, most people, most entrepreneurs, and I'd say business people everywhere are saying, hey, uh, personally, a lot has changed over the last five years. Maybe you have new children, new grandchildren, 
or those children or grandchildren have have uh, have gotten married or are now an integral part of the business. All of those things are really lending itself to the fact that that plan that you created more than five years ago, it, it's it's no longer up to date. Sure. So, so talk to us about, the, you know, the, really the downfalls of having an outdated plan. I mean, you, you know, I was chuckling internally, Derek, when you asked me if my life had changed in the last five years, I would say more so than any batch of years ever. So uh, talk to me about, you know, how an outdated, you know, estate plan can really come back to bite you in a way. Well, there's a couple of different things, you know, first of all, an estate plan is really developed to, uh, to make sure that your wishes come true. You know, ultimately we all pass away and hopefully we all leave something for those individuals that we, those people that we care about the most. And so as we think about this, um, if your life has significantly changed or the tax laws have changed, well, those, those things that you wrote down in a legal document uh, several years ago, don't, you know, they may not represent your wishes today. I often, I'll tell you what, you know, in thinking about this, uh, this conversation that we were going to have, I couldn't help but chuckle a little bit myself and think about one of my favorite TV shows. It's called Succession and it's on HBO. I think that they've had three different seasons and this entire uh, series is based upon the family fighting for who's going to take control of the business and control of the money. And of course, everybody believes that they are entitled to it. Everybody wants to be the next CEO. You know, all the kids want to be the next boss. They all want to preserve their share of the wealth of that family. And so I say that too, because in, this, in, the, in the TV show Succession, it's about the father consistently updating his estate planning wishes. Who's going to take control and who's going to get the money? And so it really goes back into this conversation to say, if you haven't thought through this over the last five years and you've had a significant change in your business and or your personal life, well, these things need to be talked about. Absolutely, Derek. And I think it would help our, our audience a bit if we jump into something, maybe even an example, but something granular with this. So do you have maybe an example or a situation for us that proves or really showcases how an outdated estate plan could really put an entrepreneur, their business, their family, and their financial future in jeopardy? Anything? Yeah, well, in you know, I've been doing this kind of business for 20 plus years. And so I've seen a number of times mm -hmm. that poor estate and or succession planning has has been detrimental let's talk first and foremost about you know the the, the entrepreneur that has uh maybe they they've built a business and it's a very successful business um they have five children i, I am specifically talking about a client but i'm not going to mention their name they've built this super successful business they have five kids and one of them runs the business the other four aren't aren't involved. They're not employees. They're not there on a daily basis. Well, as you can imagine, all five children have their own thoughts as to how that business should be divvied out, who should have control, 
Should I, you know, should the other four have equal ownership, even though they haven't been there working on the on the business over the last 10 to 15 years? Those are tough conversations. And without a proper estate plan, what happens is, is that all five children do get equal ownership and equal power in the business. So therefore, you've got, um, you know, let's just call him Sam who's been running the business, integral part. He's the CEO. Well, he's now reporting to his other four siblings for which may be, you know, farmers or uh, missionaries or other things that are fantastic. I mean, you know, great people in society, but yet, you know, does it make sense that they have as much say in the future of that business and the ongoing decisions as the guy that's been there for the last 15 years? Probably not. And those are things that need to be thought out. Another example, and this comes up all the time, you know, um, you know I mentioned farmers just a few minutes ago and, um, you, know, far, you know, farming has changed so much. It is truly a business and entrepreneurial endeavor these days. But if you think about, you know, the typical the, the typical farm family, let's just say, you know, mom and dad are, are farmers, they have a couple of kids, and let's be super stereotypical here and say that the son graduates into farming and the daughter goes off to do something else. All right. Well, these farms have appreciated significantly in value over the last several years. And so let's just say that the farmland and everything involved is worth, I don't know, 20 million bucks. Well, oftentimes what I hear from these farm families is they say, hey, you know, it, it makes sense if my son or the one that's been there since the beginning, if he continues to own and operate the business. But I love my daughter absolutely equally to my son. And I want, I want her to be well taken care of just like he is. Well, that can all be done. That can be done through proper estate planning. If you don't think through this, then all of a sudden you've got one business that ultimately has to get divided. Maybe the, uh, the, the, uh, the boy wants to keep the farm and the girl wants to sell it and do something else with that money. These are conflicts of interest that can uh, be properly thought through and planned through so that your wishes can really be taken care of. This is what we're talking about. Uh, it's, it's thinking through all this stuff to ultimately get done what you want done after you pass away. Uh, Derek, I, I love those examples. And so many times on this show, we've talked about the idea of wealth preservation, you know, making sure that it, yes, it's matriculated down to future generations and, you know, kept away from those trying to take it unjustly. But at the same time, boy, does a lot of wealth preservation happen within a proper estate plan. And I, so I love those examples that you just provided for us. And for those in our audience right now that, you know, are leaning in and they're saying, yeah, I mean, this makes all the sense in the world. Maybe I watched Succession too. Um, what would you say, entrepreneurs, uh, anybody that is agreeing with this conversation today, what would you say they should should maybe be those first steps forward if they're looking at their own estate plan and they're thinking, yeah, this is maybe a little outdated? Uh, what should be those first steps forward to try and avoid what could be you know, potential negative outcomes? 
Well, I think that I think that you want to sit down and talk with somebody about it. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know this isn't the kind of topic that outside of HBO sitcoms uh, really get thought about and talked about that that frequently. Most of the time, mm-hmm. we just kind of go about our day. We're dealing with whatever's in front of us, and we're not you know we're not thinking years into the future. So I think that. First and foremost, it makes sense that if anything I'm saying resonates, you need to sit down and you need to talk with somebody and and really think about, hey, if if I were to pass away tomorrow, how you know, what do I want to have happen? Um, do I want the business to continue? Do I want it to continue in its its current form? Who would I want to run the business? Who do I want to have the economic benefit of that business? And you think through this and you put it out on paper and then professionals like ourselves, along with uh, estate and tax attorneys can collaborate and make those wishes come true. So like I said, about 90% of Uh, entrepreneurs and business owners have some kind of a plan, but it hasn't been updated in the last five years. And so if your financial situation has changed, if your business has changed, grown, shrunk, whatever, uh, if your your family, uh, you, you know, your family situation has changed, these are all opportunities to rethink your current plan. And the first step is, is to sit down with somebody like ourselves and, and put it down on paper. You know, Derek, one question that just popped into my head is, is just your experience in being that individual, uh, you know, sitting across that table and walking somebody through this process. What's that like, what's that initial conversation like when a client comes to you and they realize that their plan's outdated and it's time for an update, you know, how do you walk through that, that initial conversation? Well, first of all, I, I want to say it's fun. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. not, it, you know, it's not always enjoyable to think about our passing, mm-hmm. but what often is enjoyable is to think about how you can benefit the people that are the most important to you when that happens. And so typically we just sit down and we begin the conversation kind of very open-ended you know, hey, um, based upon what you have now, if you were to pass away tomorrow, what do you want to have happen? And, you know, and and oftentimes I'll, you know, I'll throw out some, you know, lots of additional questions, as you can imagine, and maybe even push back a little bit and remind them, say, okay, well, if you do that, do you think that this child will feel that that's fair? Will that cause any animosity? amongst the family? Will that situation hurt the integrity of the business moving forward? And so I can help clients think through all the different possibilities and ultimately come up with, you know, at least draw it out on paper, what they want to have happen. Now, oftentimes, as you can imagine, this isn't a, this is not an hour long conversation. It's it's oftentimes several meetings so that people have an opportunity to think about it, talk about it with their spouses. And oftentimes we even include the other family members that this is going to impact. Recently, I did some estate planning for a business owner and they had multiple children. 
you know, they had the they had the intelligence and the foresight to bring those children together and really talk about what their vision was, not only for the business, but also for their wealth, why that was so important to them and why they were making the planning decisions that they were. This gets everybody on the same page so that, you know, you see in the, the movies where they go and they, you know, somebody has to read the will and everybody, you know, somebody's always surprised that the wealth was left to, to somebody unexpected in the movies. Well, we don't want that. We want calm. We want peace. And we want to make good decisions while everybody's getting along and everybody's still alive. This is going to this is going to make such a difference in the execution of these plans after we're gone. Sure. And Derek, as we're kind of bringing our conversation to a head here, really my, my eighth and what kind of is my final question for you. When, you know, we've talked about a lot of the good things to acknowledge when going through the proper estate planning process, but would you have any maybe tips or warnings even for some, something that somebody should be considering or on the lookout for when going through updating their estate plan? Yeah, I, I think that Oftentimes, when wealthy people are doing estate planning, specifically wealthy business owners and entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. they come in with the thought that what we're going to talk about is mitigating taxes. And I'm going to tell mm -hmm. you, okay. we talk, we do talk about that. Okay, <laughs> I don't want anybody paying any more taxes than they legally have to. But what I'm more interested in is making sure that the business and the wealth gets segregated as it should and oftentimes you know we see people in an in an outright effort to mitigate taxes well they're presented with terrible options like giving up control of the business before they're ready giving up control of the month of their money before they're ready you don't have to do any of that stuff and it's quite frankly it's almost never done these ideas are tossed out there. Business owners and entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurs like myself were, you know, were uh, type A personalities. And the one thing we don't want to do is give up control. So when you come in, don't think that the primary objective of this planning is to mitigate taxes. We'll do that. But the primary objective is taking care of the people that you love the most, not only those within your family, but those that currently serve with you in the business. Uh, such an important point. I appreciate you carving that one out there, Derek. Is yeah, I mean, it is. Well, yes, tax planning is a part of the process. It doesn't control the entire thing. So, um, well, Derek, look, no, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day today to be with us on the show. And, and if somebody's out there in the audience and this conversation's really hitting home and resonating with them, maybe they're interested in reaching out to you, Ray, the team at Monon. How could they best get in touch with you guys to maybe start that conversation about estate planning? Yeah, so there's a you know there's a couple of things you know one one is is that we have um, we have a, an email address that you can always shoot to and get some information whether that information is how to meet with us one on one or how to get a phone call or even if it's that hey I really liked what you talked about regarding that estate planning. Um, do you have any additional information? Everything we shared about today, we've produced in a white paper that we're, I'm going to make available to everybody that listens to this. So if you'll just shoot an email to info at mononwealth.com, that's info at mononwealth.com, 
We'll be glad to shoot you out a white paper that talks all about the specific facts and strategies that we've covered here today, as well as give you an opportunity to chat with either me or one of my teammates on the phone or, or here in my office in Carmel, Indiana. Oh, that's great stuff. So yeah, just again, info at mononwealth.com. We'll have that at the bottom of the screen for you. Um, but no, Derek, once more, appreciate you jumping aboard with us, you know, talking about estate planning. It, there's a lot to unpack within this topic, but some of the examples and experiences that you shared today, I think were super helpful for everyone in our audience today. So we appreciate you and your time and uh, uh, looking forward to doing this again here in the future. Thanks, Ryan. Alrighty. And Hey, look, we want to take one final moment as always to thank you guys, our audience for joining us here on the show today. If you liked what you saw and you benefited from anything said today, do us a favor, like the show, comment on it, subscribe on whichever platform you're checking us out on. And then of course, share this information, these conversations with friends, family, business owners, anybody that you really think would benefit from them, because these are tips, strategies, suggestions for modern wealth management. It's in the name of the show. And we've got some great conversations teased up for you. Great resources available for you that are coming down the road in future episodes that we would hate to have you miss out on. Uh, so for Mr. Jared Cutchins, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're going to go ahead and say so long and sign off today, but we appreciate you once more for joining us on today's edition of Modern Wealth Management.